Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And yes, Carville is in my living room. For the first time ever, Carville is in my living room. I'm going to get back to that in a minute, but just let me tell you, oh, the, the past several days has been like a big blur of action. It's like a, it's a dreamlike hall of mirrors. So much stuff has been happening, and I know you hear me say that all the time, but, but it, it's true. Um, for one thing, finally, of course, the first episode of Rob Riggle, Global Investigator, aired on the Discovery Channel. I was not on that episode, but it was it was a really fun time watching that show. Lauren and I were literally crying with laughter, so I can't wait to see the episode about the Nevada UFOs in Area 51 that will be coming out soon. That should be really good. And then I also put a bounty out to get somebody in Europe to send me a copy of or a recording of the show that is called Uncharted Mysteries in Europe that has an episode with me and Dean Worsing and Forrest Connor and Christian McLeod about the Brown Mountain Lights. That was supposed to be on U.S. television on the Travel Channel uh, called End of the Unknown. And they say that's still going to happen, but it came out first in Europe as a show called Uncharted Mysteries, hosted by Cliff Simon. Hell of a nice guy. Uh, and I, I, I just, you know, the production company wouldn't send me a copy, and you're thinking, oh boy, what does that mean? So anyway, I, um, fortunately, you know, I have uh, people who listen to this podcast all over the world. And one of them, a great supporter, is a man named Dominic, and he got the bounty. Uh, he recorded that show and sent it to me, so I finally got to see it. It was okay. You know, I just have to be honest with you. It was okay. I mean, like, I, I, I have been studying the Brown Mountain Lights since I was a teenager, so I'm probably one of the worst critics that you'll ever find when it comes to <laughs> the Brown Mountain Lights. But, uh, you know, they, they were honest. They, they didn't try to make anybody look like a fool or anything, but there was nothing groundbreaking that happened. So, Anyway, that's the truth on that. So there's been a lot of action in in the TV biz, you know, things starting to finally emerge that I've I've been uh, working on for a while. And then, uh, and, and by the way, speaking of Europe, you know, my friend Corby Waste, who works for NASA, is uh, is trapped because he's been in Egypt. He's been visiting the Great Pyramids and going down the Nile River and doing all that kind of stuff. And they just announced that uh, the coronavirus scare is preventing a lot of people from flying from Europe back to the U.S. And so for the time being, it looks like he's going to be trapped for 30 days or whatever in Europe. So (laughs) I hope he saved up enough money uh, to prepare for that. Um, But I and by the way, I don't take back anything that I said about the coronavirus because the stats have not changed that much. The media hype has continued to explode and become worse and worse. And, you know, Tom Hanks has it now, you know. And Tom Hanks says, you know, my wife and I, we felt a little achy. You know, we... (laughs) 
we felt like we maybe had a little fever. It, it's 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 not that horrific. So anyway, um, but again, I don't care if the coronavirus were to be horrific. It, still, the cases are so small. It's it's really amazing how this is continuing to be uh, blown out of proportion by the media. But uh, anyway, so as as all that kind of like you know madness is happening. Uh, I'm just carrying on life as as usual, which is pretty unusual in my case. And of course, you know, we have the Creepy Vegas Ghost and UFO show that we are now doing two nights a week on Wednesdays at Bally's on the Strip and on Saturdays at Millennium Fandom. And guess who came to last Saturday's Creepy Vegas Ghost and UFO show? Jimmy fucking church yeah let me say that one more time jimmy fucking church now if you don't know who jimmy church is uh you've got to listen to his show fade to black he has been interviewing me for years for years he lives in los angeles and the thing about jimmy is uh you know people interview me all the time just last night just last night, I was interviewed for three hours on live radio on a great show. Uh, it, it was called Lighting the Void with Joe Roop. Really good show, good host. We had a great conversation. I get interviewed all the time. And I've been with Lauren for 23 years. And so I get interviewed so much that she usually doesn't even actually listen to an interview with me but when jimmy church interviews me she will listen and that is because he is so good at what he does fade to black the fader knots go beckley tepe okay um and so if you've never listened to, to jimmy church he has a tremendous voice and um it's you know i i, I kind of make jokes about how that you know why don't I have a voice as powerful as Jimmy Church's voice? And I am asking Lauren, do you do you like my voice better or Jimmy Church's voice? <laughs> I'm not going to go down that route here. But seriously, the guy has a powerful, powerful voice. And uh, I he's he's been interviewing me for years. And he, I always tell people, if you're going to go on Jimmy Church's show, he's a hell of a nice guy, but you better know your shit. Okay, because when you answer a question, he's going to ask you about your answer. You know, like he really gets into details and stuff. So you really, you really have to be ready to explore things on a, on a deep level with Jimmy Church. So Jimmy and his wife, Rita, who is possibly the hardest working lady in the radio. I'm telling you, she, she does a lot of work. They came to the Creepy Vegas show, and it was electric. I, honestly, you know, I've been doing the Creepy Vegas show, and I'm not there for every single show. Nick Weird is the host. You know, I'm the creator, the owner, the producer. Nick Weird, he's the guy who's, who's really doing most of the work. But nonetheless, I will say uh, on the record that last Saturday's Creepy Vegas Ghost and UFO show was my favorite one ever. And that is because that Jimmy came in there and just, he was so interested in everything that we were showing that he, I mean, the room was electric. And when, and when I got up at the end and I personally took out the box that says, do not open, 
and told everybody what was in this box. And basically, it's a head, okay? It's a skull. I'm just telling you, you know. Um, it, it, it connects to the Bell Witch legend and all that. So when I got this box out, Jimmy, he knew the story. He like he he had some background in this, and he jumped out of his chair and was like, "Oh, you, you know, no, no way, no way!" And everybody started freaking out. Um, so Jimmy and Rita, they they loved it, loved the show. They introduced me to a fascinating woman, and uh, I'm I'm sure at some point I'll be talking more about her. Uh, a woman who is an experiencer, and uh, so after we after the show we went out, and of course I had to party a little bit with Jimmy Church, and uh, but man, what a fun time! Like uh, same, we're on the same wavelength, you know. Lauren and I are on the same wavelength as as Jimmy and Rita, and it was just a really fun time. So all this stuff has been going on, and uh, in the midst of this, yesterday the moving company contacted me and said we have got all the stuff from your museum here in vegas you know, they're ready to meet up and so uh and and I, I, another thing i want to point out of course you remember tom vrillock vrillock you know i interviewed vrillock on my podcast not too long ago vrillock really enjoyed being interviewed and uh, of course, we're good friends. And so he said, "Hey, if there's anything I can help you with magically, all you have to do is let me know." And I said, "Well, actually, there is then, because there are a lot of moving parts involved in getting my museum officially moved out of there. There's stuff that needs to go to Vegas. There's stuff that needs to go in storage in Asheville. And there was a lot that could go wrong." And Vrelock said look I'm on it and he started using magic and I don't know exactly what he did but what I can tell you is that everything that could have gone wrong went wonderfully well and yes I have great friends I have good people like Ron Hill and Missy Hill and you know Tad and Christian and you know all, all, all the people there who are involved with Haunted Asheville Vance Pollock I mean, all those people were, were working with me, but still, you need a little pizzazz. Like, for example, the weather was even perfect that day. I don't care how good your friends are, they can't make the weather nice. The weather was great. The The moving truck that, uh, that my friends used was just exactly the right size to get everything into it. The stuff they had to take to a local storage unit uh, exactly fit into the storage unit. Uh, everything that was shipped to Las Vegas arrived in beautiful shape. I mean, it was like it, things went so seamlessly that I'm actually going to sit down and write uh, a, a review, you know, like a, like an actual review, a blurb or whatever you want to call it, about the effectiveness of Tom Vrelock's magic. Uh, it was, and, and you know, that's one of the things about magic. They say in many traditions if you utilize the power of magic to make things go well but then you do not acknowledge it then somehow you will lose everything you have gained so it is important if you use magic in your life it's important for you to acknowledge that 
And also, it's just a nice thing to do. That's the cool thing to do. Don't be an asshole. And, you know, it's sort of like you can say, well, I'm going to ask all these people to help me when I'm in need. But as soon as my needs are met, well, I'm going to say, well, that was just coincidence. Or that would have happened anyway. Don't do that. Okay, don't do that. Then you lose everything you've gained somehow or another. Acknowledge it. You know, claim it. Own it. So anyway, yesterday, sure enough, big, gigantic, like 85-foot truck comes rolling up, and it has all of my most prized stuff from the Asheville Mystery Museum, including the creme de la creme, the prize of prizes, right? Carville the Alien. And, you know, everything was insured and all that, but I was thinking to myself, you know, this guy, he, he traveled all the way across the country in this truck through bad weather, tornadoes, and blizzards. I was thinking, I, the, the one thing that I just really want to make it here in good shape is Carville. Well, guess what? Next thing you know, he has unloaded Carville himself and placed Carville in my SUV. And so now... Carvel is standing in my living room. So here's what you have to, to, to realize. Carvel was created by Darren Hussey, who I believe lives in Delaware. So Carvel went from Delaware to Manhattan in there in New York, you know, where Rush Limbaugh's uh, studio was or maybe is, I don't know, WABC. So he went from Delaware to Manhattan to Marina del Rey, California, where he was presented to art, from Arts Place, uh, or, or to Arts Place in Pahrump, Nevada, from Nevada back to my friend Jim Castle's house in Los Angeles, from Los Angeles to Asheville, North Carolina, where he was, of course, in the museum, and now back to Nevada in Las Vegas. So once again, as far as I know, the journey of this statue has been Delaware to New York to California, the Marina del Rey, California, to Pahrump, Nevada, to Los Angeles, California, to Asheville, North Carolina, and now to Las Vegas. And this thing is standing in my living room. And you know what? When you walk into my living room, you you feel like there's another person in the living room. I'm not bullshitting you. And you can say, well, yeah, that's it's just that's an illusion. It's like like a decoy or whatever. Well, maybe. But you 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 do not feel like you're alone, and I'm starting to see why that people are getting a little creeped out uh, when they have Carvel in their house. Because I've never had him in my house. The whole time I've had Carvel, he has been in my museum, not at the same location. When I got him, my museum was located in the old jailhouse behind Pax Tavern. And then he moved from there to the basement of the Asheville Masonic Temple. So this is the first time I've ever had Carvel in my house. Rush Limbaugh's wife said that she saw Carvel moving. And then, of course, Art said 
I got to get rid of this thing because my wife and my daughter are scared to death because this thing is getting up and running around the house at night. And Art was not joking. Uh, as a matter of fact, it, it, you know, Art was a very wealthy man. And he had no reason to get rid of this statue. But he was, he, he just said, look, I can't have this because it's scaring them and they're serious and they say this is happening. So anyway, I get Carville. Right now he's about uh, maybe 20 feet away from me because um, I have a little studio here on the side of uh, my house. And so anyway, uh, Carville's in there in the living room and I have a, a game cam, you know, like a motion activated camera on him and so I'm just gonna let it sit there and run and see what happens I mean I get a good feeling off of him I really do uh, I can also sort of sense why the people become infatuated and, and obsessed with with some of these dolls like Robert the haunted doll um, because there is a spirit there there is a spirit and I and I don't know why you know I'm not sure if it's a spirit that was was put in there by the maker Darren Hussey, or if it came from Rush Limbaugh's tulpa, or Art Bell's tulpa, or what. But there somehow or another there is a spirit inside of Carville the alien. He and he's four feet tall. He's a hundred pounds, solid wood. He made it all over this country there and back again in good shape and um if i get something if i get something on this motion activated camera if i see him move because you know uh long story short when i first got him i spent all this time setting him him up in my museum because the news was coming the next day and I wanted to make sure that everything looked perfect the lighting was great and the signs were great and I left and I came back the next morning and his whole body had moved at least 20 25 degrees to the right and nothing else of the museum had moved I mean that happened so if I get some footage of this wooden alien statue Carvel the alien moving then um well you know what i'll be contacting you i'll be posting it joshuapwarren.com is how you sign up for my free e-newsletter and also for those of you who are um e-newsletter subscribers you also know that i uh, announced my rare book set is for sale i've been talking about this for a little while and I don't know if we're sold out or not, but if you're interested, go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link there to the curiosity shop. You'll find all kinds of wild stuff, including the information about the rare book set. So anyway, there's a hell of a lot of stuff going on. There, that's your update for now. Uh, I'm sure I'll have more information for you about God knows what soon. Um main things I want to leave you with here don't forget my last conference ever is going to be May of 2020 here in Las Vegas if you go to youwillmanifest.com youwillmanifest.com click the link at the top of the page 
and uh, it will give you the information on that event. If you're in Vegas otherwise, go to creepyvegas.com, creepyvegas.com, and uh, that way you can come see the Creepy Vegas Ghost and UFO show. Um, man, I can't even remember all the... Oh, oh yeah, I'm going to be on Coast to Coast AM next week on March the 18th. I will be on Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie, and I have some really interesting things that I will be uh, sharing and revealing on that. Uh, so, <laughs> and then not, not too long after that, I'll actually be flying to Colorado to do a television program with George Norrie. So, oh boy, there's a lot happening. But trust me, uh, there's a lot to come. So make sure you follow me however you can do it. Again, sign up for the free e-newsletter there at joshuapwarren.com. When you're on the website, you can click the link to this podcast. It's always short, always free, commercial-free, independent, uncensored. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. And when you click that link, you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will usually tweet when a new one is available so that is it for this update thank you for listening thank you for your interest and support thank you for staying curious and i will talk to you again soon